Joining me now, live in studio, despite the dangers involved, he is the constructor and conductor at DKPittsburghSports.com. He is Serbian reactionary Dejan Kovacevic. Dejan, we've talked about your favorite way to eat potatoes all day. Is there some kind of weird, you know, uh, war-like Serbian way to to prepare <laughs> potatoes? Is there any any light you could shed from your uh, corner of the world? You know, of all the subjects that I prepared for carefully for this segment, as I always do each week, I'd left that one out. So, no, there is not. It's nice to be back here in the studio, though. This is another sign of normalcy. Well, I, I don't know. My, my equipment at home, I don't have great Wi-Fi. Well, you know, you're there. Yeah, and uh, and it's uh, it's why I'm here, but it's okay. Yeah, now uh, the Pirates have lost seven in a row. They got the worst record of baseball. Have they hit rock bottom? And why have they hit rock bottom specifically? And beyond the injuries, the answer that they as to why they have hit rock bottom and they have is that there are still Mark no solutions, no answers for their main guys. Uh, we're all going to pile on to Gregory Polanco hitting 138, having the worst batting average of any regular in baseball. It ain't just him. Do you know who has the second worst batting average in all of baseball? Brian Reynolds? Brian Reynolds. That was a guess, but a good one. It's unbelievable. I mean, this is the, you, when you talk about things that have happened that, that have gone wrong this season, it's not just about payroll and it's not what our expectations were. It's that there have been legitimate disappointments among players who have produced in the past, including in 2019. It's Josh Bell. It's Kevin Newman. It's Adam Frazier. It's Trevor Williams. It's Joe Musgrove. What happened to these people? These were not incompetent baseball players in 2019. Well, in that vein, though, I mean, Trevor Williams sucks, too. I, I threw him in there. Oh, I, I didn't. Oh, yeah. It's such a long list, you lose track. Yeah, there's more. But, but uh, a question about some of the guys. And, mm-hmm. and Josh Bell, we know, is talented. I think Brian yes. Reynolds might be. He is. Well,. I don't know. Could be a flash in the pan. Now Could he has. Be. Now he has to prove it again. Yes, he does. But, I think but, they all do, Mark. And I think that's a really important to point to make here. Uh, to me, when you go into next season, I mean, the outfield is tough because there's just nobody pushing them. But on the infield, I want to see Kevin Newman. Oh, he's been earn, terrible. Earn he's been job. terrible. He's been terrible in the field too. It's not just at the plate. He, well, the they guys earn the, their jobs back. Uh, two guys I want to ask about are the pitchers you mentioned, Musgrove mm-hmm. and Williams. Yes. Because I wonder if they're just having a bad year or, frankly, if they were ever any good in the first place. Uh, I haven't seen a consistency from them other than that half season of Musgrove and maybe, uh, I'm sorry, a half season of Trevor Williams that we all remember, and then about a month or so of Musgrove in 2019. Other than that, no. I have no reason to believe that these, at, at this point, are firm, established major league starters who should be entitled to anything going into 2021. I really believe that. And if someone, a complete no-name nobody like Cody Ponce comes along, and I didn't even recognize this dude in Bradenton when I saw him this past spring, if he comes along and pitches better than them, guess what? Ball's yours, son. Go not get only, him. Not only did you not recognize him in Bradenton, I have no idea who you're talking about. So we'll move <laughs> on to the Steelers. Uh, what was your take on Ben's comeback? Uh, he certainly looked the part. The ball had some zip, didn't it? Uh, it had too much zip early on. He was throwing the ball through people. Well, right. He, he was he was rusty and uh, uh, the, the nervous. Craig uh, mostly rusty. Craig Wolfley uh, had a good evaluation. He said that Ben usually plays a quarter and a half in exhibition games. His exhibition game was the first quarter, the first and, quarter a half and a half at New York. Yeah, although the, the ball was given way too much to James Conner and that first quarter for me to feel that Ben was evaluated fairly at all. He also had a couple of drops, but I'll tell you what, there were some things that I saw uh, 
from the press box there in East Rutherford, uh, when they were down at our end, there was a throw that he made across his body. You'll remember this to Eric Ebron that should have been caught. You know which one I'm talking yeah, about when yeah, he yeah. rolled to his right? And that was the one, by the way, coincidentally or not, that afterward he had the jacket wrapped around the elbow and right. Mason Rudolph got up. Well, that is a hard throw for a quarterback to make. Ebron needs to come down with that ball, but what I take away from it more than anything else is that Ben was getting himself back into it. He was trying stuff that he didn't even need to try like that pass. And then the stuff that you've, you've been hearing people like me talk about from training camp uh, with Ben's touch and his timing, the first touchdown to Juju, the one where Benny Snell picked up the blitz, Ben's dropping back, and he still has a couple of giants on him. Soft, sweet arc that comes down into Juju's hands. Uh that's been at his best. I feel very strongly and very good about the performance that he had. Now, who is most likely to rise up and be a number one receiver, and is that even necessary? Will the depth serve better than having a, a go-to target? Deontay Johnson didn't have a great game, and I'm not just talking about the muffed punt. Uh, he had a couple of catches that he turned into some extra yards. Well, he got the rhythm going in the second half. Though. Yes. Him and Ben were playing pitch and catch, and it struck me that if they don't have a true number one receiver, maybe Deontay could be that kind of rhythm receiver. He could be, um, except that I, I think what you saw against the Giants, first of all, is that the Giants were on the other side of the ball with that horrendous secondary. Uh, Juju was able to get separation in that game. Uh, I don't know that Juju's going to be the type that gets consistent separation regardless. He's one of those receivers you just kind of have to trust to fight well, for the ball. He's going he... to be at the mercy of who the other team thinks is the number one receiver because if he draws the best corner against the good well, he team, will now. well, he's going to have trouble. He's he will have trouble. Now, but I'm just saying he will now. So it, you're going to need to see uh, Deontay step up. Um, I can't say enough glowing things about James Washington, especially that touchdown. Oh, that touchdown was wow. great. I thought he was a bit underutilized. I thought Claypool yeah. was a bit underutilized. Yeah, well, Claypool just had the one target. But then again, look at that. I asked Ben after the game up there you know, about the throw to Claypool. Like, why did you throw that thing? And he said he's just all through training camp, he's gone up and gotten it. And he went up and got it, and he came down with two feet inside. This might not be a team, Mark, to answer your question, where there's a super clear-cut number one as opposed to more of a situational rotation or an opponents-based rotation or a defense-based rotation. We're talking today, Jean Kovacevic, brought to you by Walnut Grill, American Eatery and Bar. Now, what's going to happen at running back? Because uh, I surmise... And I've kind of been told too. Mm -hmm. If Connor's one hundred percent, he's, he's the playing. starter. He's In fact, if he's ninety percent, he's the he's starter. Playing. And that's illogical, isn't it's, it? It's beyond illogical. I mean, it's not like you to you not know, say you know, what you, you mean. Know, you know, you know what it <laughs> you is. Know? You know say, what it, say what you no, actually mean. It's I, ridiculous. No, it's playing favorites. That's all it is. It's playing favorites. They, 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 if all you need to do is, I, I, and I alluded to this earlier, is look at the first quarter script, and I underscore script because they've had months to put this together, the game plan for the first quarter, and it was Connor this, Connor that, Connor this, Connor that, throw to Connor. Uh, they love him. They think that the 2018 first eight or nine games of Connor is the well, authentic you, you, Connor. You know what it else isn't? You know what else it is too. They like the story. I don't know about that. No, that's, no. that's getting a little weird. Oh, for that me. figure. You know what? Playing a guy who either hasn't finished or participated at all in 17 of the last 21 games, that's weird. It flies in the face of everything else that they talk about, including Mike Tomlin, about availability and about the value of being available to your team and participation. And he's out after three series, just like that again. I, I, you know, here's – okay, let's do this. Do you, do you believe one word Tomlin says ever? 
I, I do, yeah, occasionally. Really? Yeah, occasionally. Uh, occasionally. You, you asked ever. Uh, that's my answer. Uh, he's also <laughs> lied. Uh, I'll tell you this. Whenever, if you take Connor completely out of the mix, just look at what Benny Snell did. Forget Connor. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I like the way Benny Snell, he didn't find holes and just kind of eh, threw them. He found them and he hit them. And he went through them and then he looked for more. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that we also saw from Anthony McFarland in training camp, and he didn't even get a hat on Monday. If you look at just what Benny Snell did, the extra yards that he fought for, look, he's not going to be great at pass catching. I don't care. Ben's got four receivers and two tight ends to catch the ball. Let Benny Snell run it. Uh, and Benny Snell did a couple good blitz pickups, too, which oh, was thought One to was be, fantastic. Yeah, that was, that Jabril was a, Peppers was going to put Ben on his back. Yeah, that was a And game, that ends up being six. That was that was huge for sure. Uh, what's going to happen with the offensive line? Because I don't believe one word they're telling us about the injuries. By the way, Dejan, it just moved from NFL.com that Zach Banner is on IR, which sure. means he's almost certainly out for the season. Well, Tomlin oh, he's, was... He's out. But yeah. Tomlin was playing the we don't know. I mean, he, you know... He, yeah, that's because he, he always says that until after the surgery. I mean, Zach Banner's having surgery tomorrow. But there's no reason to lie about that. It's, there just isn't. He just likes to lie, quite frankly. But uh, let, let's let's look in the crystal ball, Dejan. What will the Steelers' offensive line be in three weeks, and who will be on IR and who won't be? Well, I don't know about IR, but I... I, I think know, the Castro I, might go on IR. He's barely practiced. Didn't practice again today. I, I know, but they keep... Every single time you bring it up with anyone with the Steelers, they make it sound like he's just around the corner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a feeling that it was this was a Wednesday thing where he got held back because it's a Wednesday thing, but it's a short week. He needs to get out there, you know? Uh, well, he ain't going to play this week. That, uh, that seems pretty apparent. We also saw him at Heinz Field at certain points in the training camp, the brief times that he was out there, and he looked fine. So it, he had a setback in training camp, and they thought, all right, let's hold him out of the opener. Maybe you hold him out of the opener because you know the opponent stinks. Uh, but here they are. They need him. They need him. Well, let, let's say the line this week. And I if, just, it's, if, he's, if he's okay to play, I'm all right with the line. Well, but let's say he's not. Let's okay. say the line this week, and yeah. I have a hunch this will turn out to be the case, is uh, the big war hero at left tackle, uh, Filer at left guard, Ponce at center, uh, Dotson at right guard and Chooks at right tackle. How good is that line? Oh, I mean, Dotson's had some reps. He got he got a handful of reps, but that's scary, man. That right side, you know. Uh, if I'm Ben, I'm rolling to the left a lot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I well, really you know, don't underestimate Dotson though. I, I, I'm a, I'm a big believer in Dotson because even though he's a rookie and yes. they didn't have OTAs in mini camp and not much of a camp and no exhibition games, you just buried whatever point you're about to make. No, 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 I didn't. He started every single game his whole college career. He started no, for no, no. four he's, years. That's he, a lot of snaps. No, it's a lot of snaps. It's a lot of resilience. It's it's also just it's just not the same. It, it's a big ass. Yeah, it's a it, big it, ass. It, but he's dirty as frig. Which translates well to the NFL. And they threw him out there, you know, the other night. Granted, again, okay. it, it was by need, and, and he did fine against it. Well, the one thing the Giants do have is a defensive front. Yeah. That, that's the only thing you can say about New York's football team. It's decent anyway. Yeah. And, and he handled himself okay. Uh, I thought the offensive line after the offensive line was going to get buried over that first quarter. To me, not to keep piling on the guy, but that was more about James Conner than it was about the offensive line. Uh, notice how the offensive line all of a sudden could run block when Benny Snell came in. I, I, seriously, I didn't mean to change the subject back. but No, no, you're right on the okay. money. No, the two are definitely uh, related, and uh, I couldn't agree more. Hey, are you a fan of the Karate Kid franchise? No. 
No. No. Never saw Karate Kid 3. I'm sure I did like 100 years ago. Listen, listen to this sound You're asking bite. weird stuff tell me, today. Tell me this sound bite's not appropriate. This is Terry Silver in Karate Kid 3. Well, well, well. Look who's here. The big war hero. <laughs> did you hear it? Kind of. It's great. Anyway, uh, and, and no, no Serbian potato dish either. Because you would know. If anybody well, would know, it's you. No, they, there's, I mean, you can use potatoes to make moussaka. Uh, there you go. Whatever That's else. what I'm talking about, moussaka. There, there you go. What is moussaka? It's it's more of a Mideastern dish than anything else. Well, what's in it? I don't know. On it, Eggplant and stuff. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Eggplants, yeah, it's potatoes? It's actually really good, yeah. It sounds great. By the next time you come on, I want exactly what's in moussaka. What if is I your, don't come on again if I keep getting asked weird questions like this? Has your wife like made moussaka? I mean, I'm sure she has. Can she do it for me? I don't know. Do you want to call her? After the show. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what about what they did to poor Saquon Barkley? Oh. It was like he was made into Masaka. Like, wor- put in a casserole. <laughs> the worst part about the Saquon Barkley thing is that he he's such a terrible pass blocker and always has been going back to his time at Penn State. And no one's even bothered to show it to him. I, I really believe that at the NFL level because he's so good at what it is that he actually does that he had to spend half of his snaps just trying to save Daniel Jones's life in that max protect oh, offense no, it, it that they were using. It wasn't his fault. Nothing that no. happened to say because, like, no. look, look at when they got him out on route, some of the running what? he did after the catch. I, I'm going to say this. Again and again over the course of this season, we can talk about TJ and Bud as pass rushers. They don't get enough credit, either of them, and that includes Bud, for sealing the edge on the rush. Oh, both, Dupree, Dupree might have been the best player on it. the field he on, on Monday. He was the best player for either side in that game. Now, uh, you know, it was kind of quiet, and I don't mean bad, because the nature of his position sometimes is you don't see him or hear him a lot. Minka. No, uh, no, Minka was fine, except he vacated on the long touchdown. But he everybody did. makes mistakes. He, no, Stefan do it. Yeah, uh, Stefan, and then now, of course, he doesn't practice I mean, today. He won, he won bad. Uh, and he's listed as an Achilles. No, he was okay. He had the one sack. Well, you uh, know, the same goes for him as Connor. Can if I, he gets hurt again, you got to. Yeah, you do, especially with the amount of money that except he's Except there's making no one to move on to the there hit. right now. But I'll tell you this, the guy that I've heard from people that I trust evaluate football who really, really stepped up on that defensive line was Tyson Alualu. Yeah, and he was in there. Excellent. I couldn't believe this number. He was in there for 43% of the snaps. They oh, used yeah. the base for 43%. That's a lot. Let's not forget, he was a first-round pick of well, San Diego a long time ago. A long ago. time ago. A but long that, time but ago. that might be opponent-centric because of Barkley. It might be, but it's also good to know because what was one of our concerns in Javon Hargrave leaving was, are they going to stop the run? Are they going to stop the run? Go ask 26 from the other side. How Terrell Edmonds do? Because he uh, he's always been vanilla, but that's the nature of the job, even more so now that he's partnered with Minka at safety. And he led the team in tackles. Yes. And I watched, I watched the game twice because, contrary to people who think I don't prepare, I really do. I watched the game twice in... A lot of plays got made in front of him. Now, I don't know if, if, given the job description, he's supposed to step up before the play gets made or just make sure the play doesn't go to the house. No, he is he is not the center fielder. He's not good at that, and I think that's why fans get on him. And but sometimes when Minka moves, he, he slides into being center which fielder. Which he did on the touchdown. Yes. 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 Yeah, Minka bit forward pretty hard. Uh, Terrell Edmonds is going to be a safety for the duration of his career who looks more like a linebacker. He's going to be more effective closer to the line of scrimmage and sealing guys. That's true. Remember, Mark, we used to get on Sean Davis for letting guys past him, past that once they would get through that first wave and then they would beat Sean Davis and they'd come up with a big run, you can't have it both ways. You can't say that Terrell Edmonds stinks 
when he's actually up there doing that job that Davis didn't do. I I agree, but he's confusing to evaluate. He is. I mean, the other thing is he gave up the the completion downfield, and you see his number there, and you go, oh, no. Meanwhile, the guy pushed off and ends up getting the OPI. All you remember in like like the back of your head is, oh, there's Terrell Edmonds getting beat again downfield. Well, and the same thing on the long touchdown. And if you're looking, you, you for- saw his number and the two cornerbacks in the frame, but uh, yep. it was Minka that vacated. I'm not, you know, putting Minka on blast. That happens, no. but it, it was his back. If you're looking for negative spots on that defense, it's going to be a long year for you. Meaning anybody who's doing this, it is a tremendous defense. Now next week, do you plan to come in? Yeah, why not? Will you bring Masaka? I will bring Masaka. I knew this was headed somewhere. That's the good news. That's Dejan Kovacevic. I'm Mark Madden. Brought to you by Walnut Grill. Ask Mark anything. That's always fun. Used to be anyway. Not so much anymore because you people aren't that smart. Call 412-333-WXDX.